We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome to this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford at studio this morning. We will look at some Neil's picks. It is back. It is up on the front at rebelgrove.com with uh, all the disclaimers. Neil bragging about winning a couple years in a row and hey, some other things as well. Hey, I'm a two-time defending Dean said, champion. Stop bragging if you can do it. I mean, no. I mean, I, I guess this is true. This is like banner day, isn't it? You're like hanging your banner today. Yes. You, you get the ring today. Yeah, Today's the day you get the ring. We wear the gold jersey today. Yeah, that, that's what this is. So we will uh, we'll go through that a little bit. You're There's telling a, me that uh, if you weren't two-time defending champ, you wouldn't mention it? Come on. Yeah, probably get mentioned once or hmm. nine times. Um... We'll take some questions. We'll look at some different things here on uh, on the show. Reminder, hand-raised guys tonight around 7, so back with you twice today. And then uh, tomorrow as well, the um, inaugural edition of the uh, the preview video will come out. Not really a pregame because it's coming out on Friday prior to a Monday game, but uh, a lot of stuff in that. So you'll have three, four days worth of uh, – It's already two and a half hours long. Okay. So it's a it's a monstrosity. It's going to be a three hour monstrosity by the time it's all said and done. It's really good, if I say so myself. That's a big file. It's gonna be a it's yep. Yeah. Um, Pete Deweese last night we did an hour and fourteen minutes, mm-hmm. actually like six seconds shy of an hour and fourteen minutes, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. X's and O's, football geek stuff in the best way possible. Yep. Yep, um, yeah. it's really, really good. I mean, it, it nothing to do with me. I just I, I sat there and let him talk. Let him talk. I was kind of mesmerized a few times. I learned some things. You'll learn some things. If I, I'll go ahead and answer this question now, it's it's already come up. It's going to come up again and again and again. Is this going to be in podcast form? No, it is not going to be in podcast form. It's it is be, on YouTube. It's going to be on our YouTube page. If you want to watch it, you have love, four days. We'd love for you to watch it. We'd love for it to become a habit to watch it. It won't always be three hours, by the way. Um, but people are excited. Yeah, sure. And, um, anyway, watch it on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Tell us you like it, et cetera. Yeah. There's Comment, only rate, one, review, all that stuff. There's only one way to, to build a, a video brand. And that's to make you watch it on video. And that is to make you watch it on video. Yeah, so it is what it is. Uh, so that will be up sometime tomorrow. 
plenty of content up and uh, and more. The podcast brought to you by the Oxford Exxon, Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West. All Blue Sky locations allow you to download the SpeedPass Plus app. Use it, save money by earning points there with the Oxford Exxon and all Blue Skies here in Mississippi, up and down I-55 and more. They've got the self-checkout going here locally in Oxford. And uh, today's uh, Thursday, so you get a lunch special, five sixty-nine, two sides of bread, 32-ounce drink there at the Oxford Exxon. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. You call it, you ask for our buddy Corey. Say, hey, Corey, here's the Ford product that I'm thinking about. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I really recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Our guest will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. I suspect will be happening tonight. Uh, throughout the weekend. If you want to go this weekend, get a great burger, get po' boys, appetizers, uh, great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal, great service. You can watch all the games Friday. They'll have games on Saturday. They'll have games on Sunday, game on, obviously a game on Monday. There's a lot going on. Great weekend. It's finally here. If you are uh, wanting to be out on the water, you can do that too. Go to Rafters on the Water out at Sardis. Frozen margaritas, frozen daiquiris, great waterfront views as well. And there is Rafters, New Albany. So there you go. Uh, we'll jump into a couple different uh, things today. Let's see. Uh, again, Nils picks up. Uh, Zach with some recruiting stuff from uh, the last time we talked. Yesterday morning kind of went up right after we were uh, finishing the show. Recruiting rumor mill stuff. Um, the three, two, one content item presented by Nick's Tan is up. We look at some running back depth. We look at uh, what Brian Brown had to say. Very complimentary, obviously, of the Ole Miss offense, and uh, and much more there. So that is up at RebelGrove.com. I've been Neil's picks a little bit. Um, there's a media availability a little later today too. The last one prior to um, prior to Monday's game, just players. I highly doubt any news much comes out. I was going to say it, that we, there's no yeah. Kiffin, right? Yeah, no. This is this is the normal Wednesday where it's just kind of whatever um yeah i don't even know who they could give us that would have anything interesting today if i'm completely honest i mean i i, I gotta I, be honest i can't think of anything yeah i i, I got nothing play the game <laughs> I, like it, it is what it is like I, I mean i guess corral but i highly doubt it's corral yeah i don't think matt wants to i don't think matt wants to i feel like he would have been monday if he was doing this week that's my guess too. the quarterback would have come on monday but they gave us jerry in which was fine yeah it's fine I mean, they might give us Henry Parrish again. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Um, hold, on, hold up. <laughs> don't dismiss that. In addition to the three-hour pregame tomorrow, we get a 1,500-word feature on Henry Parrish. Um, I mean, frankly, I wouldn't mind talking to Bullock. Yeah, control me. I mean, there's only not, not many, though. We're kind of getting into the... Uh, and the time to go ahead and play. A game. Nah, it's time to play the game. I mean, that's what you know. There's going to be a game tonight. I think the fact that yeah, Ole Miss doesn't play till Monday, blah blah blah. But the football season starts tonight. Now people want to watch games. I did actually watch a little bit of. I was busy, obviously, so it was on Jacksonville State. Yeah, UAB looked good against Jacksonville State. I, they're, they're, they're fine. I think I think they're a solid program. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with UAB. They're completely fine. Sammy says, what's the latest on Braylon Brown? I have no idea. I mean, they're not going to tell us these things. Here's the thing. He'll either play Monday night or he won't. 
they the injury, whether it lasted two days or whatever it was, slowed him down to the point that he was pressing Mingo really hard. Yeah, at the end and, of the first week of camp, he was about to become a starter. And then now he's on the third team, whether he's healthy or he's not. And so I'm not even 100% sure he's in the rotation, healthy or not, because of the time that passed, right. frankly. Um, if, if you're looking at that depth chart again, and I mean, God help us if we take a ton by it, but strictly from a rotation standpoint, Kiffin doesn't play a ton of wide receivers. So because of that, if you're – Braylon Brown, if you're Quay Davis, you're pretty worried about where you are on the depth chart from a snap standpoint. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's obviously going to play Drummond, Mingo, and Sanders, and then there's not a lot of ball left after that. Yeah. So. They're gonna, and they, what's not even included on the depth chart at receiver is Ely and Parrish. Correct. I mean, last year, as a second to third option behind Elijah Moore, Drummond played 94% of the snaps. They don't come off the field. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's – Well, you're it's, playing tempo. Sure. If they come off the field – the umpire goes and stands over the ball and lets the defense make substitutions. And they'd rather not, not happen. So Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the way the rule works. Mm-hmm. So Transfer from Alcorn starting for Louisville on defense. Yeah. Year. yeah. Pete Kinda talks about that. all this. Does he? Oh, yeah. You've heard all. You, 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 you've gotten your feel, huh? Well, like, I mean, you talk about you being ready for the game to be played. I am freaking ready for the game to you, be you've played. You've got as much I'm, info as you need. You're I'm, good. I'm info overloaded right now. So you feel like you, you do feel like what the coach feels like on the Thursday, where it's like just just let me do something. Now. Yeah, like, let, oh, I'm, I'm in. I mean, like you don't need to watch film. You don't need to go back in the room because there there are coaches who do too much of that. Sure, they they get a plan and then go, hey, let me go look at that one more thing. What if we do this and then it's too much and it just starts being all over the place and scatter shot and. Well, if you ever talk to a lot of coaches, the good ones, when it's done on Thursday, they send the they send the families home. Yeah, go home. Yeah. Go chase your wife around the house. Go play with the kids. Yeah, we'll see you at the hotel tomorrow. Yeah, it's done. Mm-hmm. If we throw more at the kids right now, we're going to confuse them. Yeah. Let's jump into some picks. We'll look at uh, what we pick, look at the games a little bit one one by one for the uh, the week. Again, SEC football beginning tonight, Bowling Green and Tennessee. That is on the SEC network. Uh, Bowling Green plus 34 against a Tennessee team that's not expected to be very good. First year under Josh Heupel. I did just a touch of research as I was looking up Bowling Green. They suck. They, Last they year, they went 0-5 and, and were outscored against like Kent State and Akron and people. I mean, just obliterated. So, I feel like while that line is huge, and look, I'll, I'll be honest, I have no confidence in hardly any of the picks this week, and that's not like a defense mechanism. These huge lines suck, and I don't know what to do with them, and there was not a single one of them where I went, yeah, that feels really good, because I feel like every one of these games is between 28 and 37 points, yeah. and you go, okay, I, yeah. whatever. It's, it's a certain coin We're toss. counting on a second team scoring or not scoring in the fourth quarter at this point. Um, but Bowling Green can't stop anything. I think Tennessee rolls big in this one, trying to get off to that hot start, get some confidence for their guys against a really, really crappy Bowling Green team. Kind of what I thought too. I I took Bowling Green on the points just because it's so many points. Yeah, thirty four. But who knows? Because Tennessee's offense can suck against anyone. Let's not give like they they can be bad. Yeah, it's like everybody keeps going. Bowling Green sucks. I'm like, did you watch Tennessee? Because I watched Tennessee and they sucked. And their best players left, which is a problem too. I mean, like yeah, Henry yeah. Toto or however you say his name is not out there anymore. No, he plays for somebody else in the league. Yeah, Alabama. Yeah. Actually playing, too, right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I get it. I mean, I'm going to turn it on on that screen right there, and I'm going to put Ohio State on this screen here, and, I mean, we'll watch football, and I'll watch the game, and I'm interested. But Big Ten's getting TV one. 
Well, because the Big Ten, I don't have the Fox Oh, app we can't stream it. Okay, gotcha. So we can stream Tennessee. So it's not really a preferential choice. It's just a is-what-it-is choice. And we'll be okay that we're 48 seconds behind on the Tennessee game. Somehow I mean, we'll cope. I don't plan to lose sleep yeah. over it. If, if, if you do, <laughs> I mean, God help, God us help all. you all. Yeah. Um, could you have found a more, and again, you have to be looking at Neil's picks, so go to the site, rebelgrove.com, to see these things we mentioned them. I know he's not your favorite human in the world, but could you have found a more unflattering photo of anyone than Terry Bowden no. last night? And see, here's the part. You, of, you put a picture up of a waterlogged Pillsbury Doughboy. The part that I don't, frankly, I'm going to brag again for a minute. The fact that I won the last two years when the, the amount of emphasis and work that I put on finding the photos far outshadows. Anything you did from a scouting Any, any research as to who's going to actually win the contest. So I went searching for photos, and when I found that one, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. It, it, yeah. It's like it, it should be. It should be hung. Seriously, I was. Like, I was. I was very proud of it. Mona Lisa, Terry Bowden. I, I was, mean, it's. I was it's, quite proud. Oh God, he did a decent job at Akron, actually. Yeah, he was fine. He's okay. The one, in fairness to Terry, the one year that I covered Terry Bowden, he was pretty stressed out. Sure, there yeah. was a lot of there was a lot of stuff going you on. You didn't get the heyday. Um, no, even the heyday. <laughs> no. I didn't get nothing resembling a heyday. ULM plus 29 and a half. Speaking of, he is there with Rich Rodriguez against Kentucky, 11 a.m. SEC Network. Another huge line. I laid these comfortably. Yeah, because I just don't know that ULM can score. From that standpoint, I don't know that Kentucky's going to try to run it up, but at the same time, their defense is really good. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really good, and, and they're going to be physical. And ULM's going to melt under a physical team. Talked to Ben Mintz about this game. You'll hear that on listen to. You'll watch that on Friday. We talked about this game for a moment. We got on a Louisiana tangent for a minute. Um, ULM's bad, like really, really. All jokes aside, really bad. So twenty nine and a half there, uh, there on that one. One that uh, Neil put in his uh, ones he would watch for the week. Rice is in Fayetteville, Arkansas this weekend for the uh, home opener opener for Sam Pittman and the guys. Plus 19 uh, and a half at Arkansas, 1 p.m., SEC Network and ESPN+. Ready for my sappy moment of the day? I'm totally serious. This applies to college kids everywhere. Yeah, sure. Caroline had to go pick up a T-shirt yesterday for some kind of pep rally that they have tonight in Fayetteville. Okay. And so she had to go in the stadium, and she sent a picture of the stadium. Uh And she's so excited to get to go to a game. Think of all the college kids out there that didn't get to go to games last year. They get to go stand in the student sections and cheer for their good teams, bad teams, whatever teams, and have fun and take all their little Instagrams and all that stuff. They didn't get to do that a year ago, and I'm really effing happy for all of them. So, yeah, I will absolutely turn the TV on at 1 o'clock in here probably on Rice in Arkansas just to kind of celebrate with my kids. And if your kids are going to Ole Miss or Mississippi State or wherever, I'm happy for your kids too. You hope the student sections are full. and that Hell yeah. I want yeah. To, yes, have fun. Smuggle your alcohol into the stands and have be a college kid. You get to be a bald 50-year-old later. You, you be a college kid. So games at 1. Should be in the stadium 120 to 240. Oh, that's stretching. Is that stretching it? I would that's gu- halftime-ish. I would guess she'll be in the stadium about 110. Okay. Till about two o'clock. Oh, that quick! Yeah, an hour. It's gonna be hot. 
Once the heat, whatever the other option is, feels sounds really good right then. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other option is go someplace where it's cooler and there's those spritzer thingies, seltzers. Yeah. Okay. (sighs) (laughs) Um. Anyway, rice is okay. I mean, they they were okay last year. I think they actually stay within this line. I, I thought that they're just. They're not good, but they're just spunky enough. I had it at thirty to seventeen. It feels like this safe but not crazy win for yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, I picked Rice to cover. Uh, I think Arkansas wins the game. I, I have some concerns based on what I'm hearing out of there um, on Jefferson. His ability. Well, it's 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 an accuracy. Bryles' offense is is a lot like Lebby's offense, frankly. Um, it would be the Ole Miss offense if you had an inaccurate quarterback. Would you like that? That wouldn't be helpful. You know, because you want to run tempo, you want to do some of those things, and you got a quarterback who's – if Jefferson were a pitcher, he would be the guy that you're like, man, he throws hard, and he's got some good stuff, but he has no command. And so there will be days when that pitcher dominates you, and there's going to be days where that pitcher can't find the strike zone mm-hmm. or he finds the middle of the plate way too much. That's KJ Jefferson. That's the it's kind of what you hear from out of there. Now I'll say this. If Jefferson plays well, Arkansas's better everywhere else than they were a year ago. But there's a fall off from Felipe Franks to KJ Jefferson that I think is going to be a little bit steeper. Do you have them to six? I've got them getting to five. Okay. I just think their schedule's you lose to Texas, you win a couple non winning. Win a couple schedules hard. But but look, they're better on the lines of scrimmage than they were a year ago. Make no mistake. And and it's, you know, we've talked about this with a lot of people. Take Arkansas, take Mississippi State, put them in the SEC East, and they're not at the bottom of the division. Yeah, sure. And so when people do this deal about, oh, they're sixth or seventh in the league, they're going to suck. Hold up. Six, seven in the West. I'm telling you, they're not going to suck. Yeah. I think they beat State. I do too. Yeah. I don't think either one of those teams, though, are going to suck. I think they beat State and they have a chance to beat Missouri. Probably yeah. won't, but got a shot. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Missouri's bad defensively. So you know, in the whole Pittman thing, people love to make jokes about Sam Pittman and all that stuff. I'll tell you this: inside that program, those kids love him. Oh, and they play really hard. They've had a really good camp. We'll see. Yeah. We'll uh, continue in a second. First, about community mortgage. Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting that understands your market. A leader in condo financing, the flow down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Uh, the pregame show that you'll see tomorrow is brought to you by Walk-Ons Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. Quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. It's coming soon to Oxford. They're hoping for November. Walk-On Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant, 1735 b University Avenue in Oxford. And uh, they're also going to be opening in Ridgeland here pretty soon, 720 Highland Colony Parkway. If you're interested in joining their team, stop by and uh, apply today. Walk-On Sports Bistro, again, more than a restaurant. 
We're also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. Get a 35% discount on any products from the site. Free shipping on $100 or more. Muddy Water has several new products on the site now, and their brand new Muddy Water Lady Camo Apparel will be uplated any day now. So go to MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove for 35% off. Uh, Dead Soxy is up. Back with us, DeadSoxy.com, D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout for 25% off your entire order at Dead Soxy. You don't have to commit to the full service or the full season, I should say, to sign up for Seven Souths services. They offer single-game packages. They still have availability for all seven home games at Ole Miss. Seven South provides the equipment, secures the spot, sets everything up for you. They also offer unloading assistance and food beverage delivery on game day. Single-game packages are great for those that are only coming up to tailgate for a game or two. They start at just $225 per game for the non-conference games. $325 per game for the SEC games. Learn more at 7SouthTailgating.com or call 662-321-1682. And speaking of the Grove, it's going to be open for tailgating this fall. What What is it now? Nine days? Nine days. Nine days till the first Ole Miss home game of night the season. Game. From night game. The Grove is going to be hot. You all know how that works. You're visiting with your buddies and your friends and stuff, and you have – Couple too many. Game Changer can make this easier for you. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch, highly recommended. Used before or while you drink. And the overtime patch is uh, the one you use after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. So after the game's over, Ole Miss and Austin P is done, and you're like, whoa, pop that. Pop that patch on your upper arm, your upper thigh. Get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up the next day ready for a mimosa. Uh, to get ready for the Grove, they're running a giveaway until September the 8th. All Game Changer patches uh, placed online, all orders placed online through the website will be entered to win an officially licensed Ole Miss branded Yeti Roadie 24 hard-sided cooler. That is a mouthful. And a home run bundle of four packs of warm-up and four packs of overtime. Also, free chances to enter the giveaway, including leaving a product review or following them on Instagram. The link, the link is pinned on Rebel Grove, or you can access it on Game Changer's website in the drop-down menu. So try the patches, enter to win at GameChangerPatch.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE20, REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your order. Podcast also brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Bus tours coming back next weekend, 3 and 4 o'clock on Friday, every home football weekend. Call, make a reservation. If you have an adult ticket, get $100 off a pair of blue Delta jeans as a uh, partnership there. Also, tunes around town returning next weekend as uh, on Friday nights. You can go walk around the square, get some dessert, get some food. Four different spots located with uh, music playing all around from 5 to 7. So that's next weekend here in Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Dot com. Sammy asked a good programming question, and I don't know uh-huh. the answer. Are we doing a podcast Monday morning? I mean, it feels I obsolete, but I feel like we can't really talk about the game. Like, I'm fine doing one, but yeah. I feel like it has to be talking about, about the other games. Yeah, it can't literally be anything to do with Ole Miss, because otherwise we get way too much 24 to 48-hour downloads right. that it makes no sense to make that obsolete. Um, and we'll be talking about the game Monday night. 
And that will be the Tuesday podcast at some point because yeah, yeah, we yeah. are not doing a Tuesday morning show. Well, we're going to be on the air till at least one. Yeah. So and so no, we're not coming. I'm back out today. at seven hours later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too. It is. So I don't know about Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, honestly, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, probably, but I don't know what. I'm planning to use some of my game changer patches over the course of the weekend. Are you? Yes. You'll need need a few of those. It's possible. Well, because I mean, if you have them, why not use them, right? Like, what what's the harm in just making sure? Just making sure that, that I'm I'm kind of with it Monday. Uh, all right, let's see where are we at in the uh, in the picks. We are at the the uh, Miami Alabama game. Yep. It is uh, Alabama Miami Mercedes Benz Stadium Atlanta two thirty on ABC? For some reason, I thought I, I I know it's a day game, but I keep my head that keeps being a night game, but it's not. Uh, we all have them covering. Yeah, we all. I have just them pick covering. Alabama to cover until Alabama stops covering. I mean, I, you know, that's a hard and fast rule that you started in 2011 and you stuck to pretty it's much been every ten year. Ten years, it's pretty much worked. Because in 2011, we had our best year collectively we've ever had on Neil's picks, and one of our first or second years on the beat, are doing Neil's picks. Sorry, on the beat because we picked Alabama, LSU, and Arkansas to cover every single week because that was the Arkansas team with Bobby Petrino. Where they just ran it up. Yeah, so all three teams covered every week. So yeah. you had half your wins right there before you yeah. ever started anything else. We were, really rode that until they started playing each other. Yeah, and we were a little busy when they started playing each other because there was some other stuff going on around here at that point in 2011. So <laughs> Yes, there was. The, the, the night that Neil wrote the article that Pete Boone should be fired or resign was during the Alabama LSU game, right? Because No. Uh-uh. Was that not right? No, I actually wrote that. What, is, were, what were you writing the night of the Alabama LSU game? Because we were on the phone the entire game, and I was drinking precipitously that uh, entire night. That was Ole Miss had played at Kentucky that day. Oh, that was that day. Okay, yes. okay. So and the I, next day is when Houston did his thing. I knew. I knew. That's that, right. Okay. I knew he was being fired. That's right. Okay. And so I was getting ready for that. And I right, called okay. you and I said, "Look, I know what you're doing. I'm just telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah. that this is happening. It's happening yeah. tomorrow, and we got to get on it." The I wrote the Pete Boone should step down the Tuesday, actually the Monday night after the Ole Miss Vanderbilt game. Oh, it was he, that early? When he emasculated Houston at the press conference. That's right. I just said he can't do that. He told you down in the tunnel, or the, not tunnel, but the I walked area up to him on the field, yeah. and he said it was unacceptable. And I was like, whoa, that's a strong word. And – Wrote that, and remember we were going to go back. We were going to go back to Oxford, and I got a couple of calls that, hey, this thing might blow up this weekend. We stayed in Nashville because we started working on hot boards. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy time. It was. A, it was. A, it was a crazy time. There's. There's. Yeah. I mean, I look back on that. I was still really unpopular. <laughs> it was 2011. Hey. That was. But look, I mean, in all seriousness, like, look, I, I know you guys went through hell. Don't get me wrong. But for, I, mean, I look back, that took some stones well, to write that or stupidity. Okay. You're right. And I agree with you. But devil's advocate, your Q rating couldn't get any worse. Well, so try true. to grab them. I mean, like, no, you're hey, right. You're right. I had nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you get the fans on your side at that point. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, no, nah, you're, <laughs> hey, hell. I'll jump on the grenade. Um, Boy, the rest of that, the rest of that year. But no, seriously, you look at that, <laughs> it and it cold. was that eighteen to twenty-four months that ignited the podcast. Yeah, everything because you went eleven in the disaster. Free's doing a hell of a job in twelve. To 
13 starting to get weird and all in the recruiting class and everything. I mean, it was that 24-month period that was like, here we go. What and I it didn't was, stop until November of 17. What I remember was people saying, um, man, I can't believe you wrote that. And my initial response at the time, I look back on it now, I'm like, I can see what you mean. But at the time, I was like, man, I just spent 10 years in Alabama. Everybody wrote this. Mm-hmm. It was such a different market. That's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's really no analysis here. I, I think Derek King is fine. I don't think he's a world beater. Um, yeah, he's a good quarterback. I, I have some – I don't think Alabama is last year's Alabama by any stretch of the imagination. I will tell you this. There are some whispers out of there that there's concerns about their offense for the first time in a long time. There's really? no Lane Kiffin. There's no Steve Sarkeesian. And look, man, when you see these pictures on the internet, of they've got three NFL starting quarterbacks right now that just got through playing for them. Hertz, Tungavaloa, Jones. You've got all these receivers that are in the NFL now. And there's no denying the talent they've had. At some point, you do hit a hiccup. You do hit a bump in the road. Bill O'Brien's not the same offensive style as Kiffin and Sarkeesian. It's a different deal. I've got a weird, and it, it almost made me, I wasn't going to, I never really considered it, but there was a part that flashed through my mind of picking Miami to cover because I just need to see some Bryce Young. I just, I've got yeah. a weird little twinge that there's a fall off there that's more severe than maybe we think. We're not giving, I don't know that we're giving the correct credit on how good Mac Jones was. I know we did. How we did. good. We wouldn't do it last year. Nobody would do it. I felt like I was like a lone voice in the wilderness But even beyond sometimes. that, I mean, I, I know Meacham was really good, and I know they got guys, but Devontae and Did you watch Waddle some of the throws? And, that? Yeah, I mean, did you watch yeah. some of the throws Jones made last year? And I love me some Najee Harris. Like, I know, just, and he's uh, gone. And that offensive front was really good. I felt like I didn't like it's it's week one, so there's no reason to pick up a game. But if that happens in week seven and I'm five behind, I think that's where I would have grabbed Miami to try to cover one because it feels yeah. a little a little whatever. Just don't know that I'm all in on Miami. Yeah, either. no, that's yeah. That, that, that's true. Uh, Neil's Heartland pick of the week, no, number seventeen Indiana plus three at number eighteen Iowa two thirty Big Ten Network. We already have a protest coming. Jeffrey's already pissed about the number of Big Ten games. Here in uh in week one when it's zero zero and Neil doesn't need to pick up games at this point. Uh I think I'm the only person picking Indiana, Emma. No, Zach has them covering but not winning. Um I have Indiana winning the game. That is beautiful, isn't it? It is. It's pretty God, it's beautiful. I like Michael Penix Jr. a lot. Uh I think and frankly I'm rooting for Tom Allen as much as I'm doing anything. So Indiana there, Neil has Iowa winning thirty one twenty three. And Jeffrey has Iowa winning 28-23. So, probably a close game. Fun yeah, game. be a good game. Good game. Go Hawkeyes. It's fine. Why do you got to hate Tom Allen? I don't hate Tom Allen. I, I just love Iowa. I just love, I love everything about Iowa. It's beautiful. And I love how you went all in on Iowa, but you never even considered Iowa State. I like them, too. Not like Iowa. No. It's because they play in the Big Ten. If Iowa State was a Big Ten team, you'd be, be much more deal. likely to get in there. But I'm much more of a flagship guy over the ag school guy. You are. I mean, I'm just, that's more me. I mean, everything about Iowa, everything about Iowa fits me. It's the state college thing. Neil's like, eh, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. Uh, La Tech plus 23 at Mississippi State, 3 p.m. ESPNU. 
Neil has it 34 to 20. Jeffrey has it 35 17. And Zach has it 38 17. You're the only one, or no, I'm sorry, I might be the only one with uh, state covering. I just think Michael Leach has enough athletes on offense. He beats these kind of teams to death. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, my hunch is that if he can run it up, Michael Leach will run it up on Saturday. And I think Tech's taking a step back. This is actually one where I almost changed it. Mm hmm. But I always feel kind of guilty changing the picks because I get the last look at the picks. Uh And I don't like doing that too much. I mean, I'll do it here and there. (laughs) I mean, I'm not above it. It's not locked in, so it it, it is what it is. Uh, Central Michigan plus 14. Oh, by the way, did you see the state gray jersey? What would you think? It's hideous. You didn't like it? It's awful. What was Adidas? I don't give a damn who it was. What are they wearing with it? What's the pant? I mean, they should just not do it. A maroon pant? I hope not. That's hideous. That's so bad. A black pant? I mean, I, 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 I guess kind of a, the same color jer- as, as the jersey. I, I Well, that looks worse than old Mrs. Gray on Gray then. Yes, and that was a bad idea at the time. I mean, it doesn't look good. When was the last time you looked at a gray on gray baseball jersey, baseball uniform, and went, oh, that is hot? That that doesn't. You mean for football? Me. I mean baseball. Yeah, but you like gray on. You I, like gray suits as a classic. There's nothing about that look. You look at that and go, "Oh, that's Mississippi." Like Tennessee State. does their pewter on pewter thing with the orange belt and baseball. Looks, all that. Yeah. Like I mean, you know, when the Yankees wear their road gray, you're like, "Oh, they're the Yankees." How about that? I just don't like it. I mean, you're, they're the home team. Wear your maroon jersey and your white pant and just go on with your day. And on the road, wear white on white or white on maroon? Wear white on white. You like white on white. And then you the use maroon the maroon helmet contrast. It's, it's all fine. Good. It's fine. I mean, maroon's not the best color in the world for uniforms. But it's what you got. But it's okay. Texas A&M has a few uniform concepts that are fine. A&M does a really good baseball job. I, I do like yeah. most of their baseball suits. State tries too damn hard. Well, I think they're trying to be like one of the Adidas flagships. So because of that, they basically tell Adidas, hey, if you've got a gimmick, throw it at us and we'll wear it. I guess. But what's it doing for you? Well, I mean, now you're up against a guy that's got a brand. Yeah. Lane Kiffin would not let his team put that uniform on. No, Lane, he he cares about what they have on. No, he he understands branding. Because I would assume they're going to go powder on powder on white Monday night. That's what I would assume. I, I, it sounds like it's going to be powder versus red, kind of a they gonna let both teams Eastern wear their ver- home. Yeah, an Eastern version of the West Coast game. Yeah, because Louisville's wearing red everything. Yeah, they look like a highlighter. It's fine. I don't. But mind it's a it. better. It's a better look than what that that I, is. That really what they're wearing? Who state that jersey that's out there? I don't know. Bad. The only time I saw it, but sure. Yeah, Louisville's wearing like their bright red helmet. Pants and shirt and gloves, yeah, all red. All red. Yeah, a lot of red. Yeah, it's fine, whatever. I would I mean, I, as long as Ole Miss can wear powder, I assume they wear powder. If they can, I would assume they're going to go white on white with a powder helmet. I would assume so, too. Yeah. I don't think the gray pants in the mock game is indicative of anything other than they didn't want to mess up the white pants prior to the first game. Well, Ken all, probably said, hey, why don't you keep the practice pants on and we'll keep these from not needing to be yeah, dry that's cleaned what, prior that's to That's what they night. always wear yeah. on practice. They practice in gray pants. Yeah. Central Michigan plus fourteen. At I would Missouri. like the white pant yeah. to have a stripe. I mean, I'm just it does. It bothers me. 
it's better than when you used to have like ribs down the hip or whatever. Yeah, I don't like that. Back in the day. That was like that was a Hugh Freeze thing. Yeah, it was a Hugh day. The navy blue pant with the white ribs down the Yeah, because they'd wear blue on blue with that oh. Yeah. You look like a Sunbelt team. That's what it did to I you. I bet some of the old men got worked up on that one now. I mean, look, it's not it's not Ole Miss if it has those if it doesn't have those UCLA stripes on them. I'm just saying. <laughs> Central Michigan plus fourteen at Missouri, three PM SEC network. Uh I have Mizzou covering here. Um I like Basil like a lot. I think they're gonna score points. I don't think Central Michigan's overly good. You have Central Michigan covering thirty seven twenty four. Uh Jeffrey has Mizzou covering and Zach has Mizzou covering. So you can pick up a game on everybody with a uh, yeah, Central Michigan. I'm probably cover. losing one here. I just I'm not nuts on Missouri. I mean they're fine. Bazelak was fine. Their defense was shitty. It was. It didn't get the attention on how bad it was because it was an Ole Miss Tennessee bad. But it was just one tick better. Yeah. KJ Jefferson lit them up. Yeah. I mean he did. So if we're gonna do the Missouri oh, Missouri's really on the on the verge, well then so is Arkansas. Is anyone ready to say that? I'm not. No. Number 23, Louisiana Lafayette, plus eight at number 21, Texas, 3 p.m. on Fox. Jeffrey and I both took uh, – actually, you're the only one with Lafayette as I'm running through it now. Yeah. I was going to all week, and I just changed my line, mind at the last minute. I, I And i tell you what it was. It has nothing to do with Billy Napier. It has nothing to do with ULL. Okay. I'm annoyed, and I don't even know why, because I don't care really, but for whatever reason, I'm getting really annoyed by the ranked plunky underdogs in the preseason. I don't necessarily love Notre Dame up at number six or anything like that. Doesn't Texas meet that criteria other than the word underdog? I mean, what the hell has Texas done to be preseason ranked? Well, they have better talent than Coastal Carolina. Okay. I mean, 20 through 25 has like Liberty and ULL and Coastal, and I'm like, oh, we're we're – we're putting so much emphasis on a team on going records. nine and one yes. in a pandemic season. Of course, and we're Whatever. putting yeah. If Coastal right. had to play an SEC schedule, let's that, let's see how cute that is. Yeah, I, just so part of me is going. Part of me is almost rooting for Texas here to like stamp down Cinderella and like break its slipper a little bit. Like I, I've got thirty one twenty one on Texas, and I just kind of want Texas to win the football game. So I, what we've I, learned I, today is that you hate Cinderella. I mean, I hate Field of Dreams. I hate Hoosiers. I hate Cinderella. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm basically an asshole. Yeah, basically, what yeah. we're saying here is we're is we're running through this. But yes. Um, so when you read Stephen King, you hope that the the, the I was rooting for Cujo. Okay. Yeah. You, you like, hope the protagonist yeah, 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 dies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rooting for Cujo. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Uh, and I'm the one with the bad guy rep here. It's like the like the How Much Your Mother bit where he roots for Billy Zabka and he thinks it's about him getting picked on Karate Kid. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> By the way, I've hit the point in Cobra Kai that I just, it's hard to keep going. I, I knew I would like it early and then get annoyed, so I just avoided it. I, I said, you know what, like, to avoid the bad mood later, I'm just not going to do this. Yeah, I've, I've officially hit the point where I, I watch like four minutes and I'm like, guys, I, I'm not wasting any more of my time. Because Netflix is now sending me reminders. Remember to finish Cobra Kai. I'm like, no, you remember to make it better. Yeah. Uh, all right. Akron, talk about a big line. Plus 37 and a half at Auburn, 6 p.m. Look, Akron is awful. I uh, think I actually laid the points here. It's you so and I both many laid points. the points. I think Brian Harson can get off to a good start. 
I just think they run it up. Yeah, I, my I, only concern in this is that Auburn gets up 35 to nothing, and Harson has that moment that all coaches have where he goes, you know what, I need to get my guys off the field. I, you could be right. I agree with Jeffrey's analysis here in his paragraph. He says, allow me to give a little context on just how bad Akron is. <laughs> During the previous two seasons, the Zips have gone 1-17 overall while managing a compressive 3-15 and mark against the spread. They've been outscored 683-229 to during Ooh. that streak, and in half of those games, they failed to score in double figures. Plus, Harson kind of needs some good press. Yeah, well, I, mean, I laid them too. Yeah. I laid them too. I just I always get nervous laying thirty eight points. That's a ton of points to put down. It's okay. I'm I'm good. Yeah. No, I know. We'll continue in one second. First, tell you about Northeast Spark n e s p a r c dot com. Two packages: the Ignite one hundred Mbps or the Blaze the one gig that powers the Clarkford Studio. I've got it at home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. It's n e spark dot com six six two two three eight three one five nine. Phone services available, parental controls, network security, wireless mesh extender, and much more. So find out if Spark's in your area, and if so, give them a call. Get the best internet around again, 662-238-3159. My buddy Clay McNutt owns ACS in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. Get in touch with them. ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss graduates. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. If you want to learn more about them and about all the opportunities that they could provide you and your business, get in touch with them, 601-586-3220. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they're uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Go to their virtual tailor at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Get measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple of minutes. And we'll make it even better. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout or in the Oxford studio, and you'll get 10% off your purchase at BlueDeltaJeans.com. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford has been serving the Oxford area for 73, 74 years. From engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, and more, Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. So visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662 662- Two three four two seven seven seven. We'll have hand raised guys tonight. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air and Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Those are the names you can trust. More than fifty years of professional HVAC experience in Oxford and Tupelo and the surrounding area for Comer. And the same people, the same products, the same service. If you live in Memphis, DeSoto, Northern Mississippi, that area, get in touch with the people at Southern six six two eight zero one one seven seven seven. We're also brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecorner.com, collegecornerstore.com, and you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle, Pinnacle based in Madison, Mississippi. 
Clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states, they provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. It's MyPinWealth.com, N-Y-P-I-N-N Wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about a holiday trip, maybe you're already thinking about next summer, uh, gambling that the uh, deals that you can get today won't exist in a year, which is kind of hopefully actually get in touch with John. Just give him parameters and a budget. Let him give you options and know you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email. J Edwards at Regency net. First time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip. Just by telling John you heard about Regency travel. On the podcast. Podcast also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. Nickstanoxford.com for all your real estate needs, the buy side, the sell side. I've used them multiple times, and you should too. Keith Graham, Clay DeWeese, and their team of associates. You can go to the website, find gallery view, find plenty of different ways to check out the potential homes here in the Oxford area. You can search by any number of ways to find your favorite neighborhood and the next house for you. 662-281-1200 or click the link. It is in the 321 content item out front at rebelgrove.com. It is linked at the top of the message board or in my signature as well. So again, 662-281-1200, nickstanoxford.com. Uh, Shane Beamer is going to beat Eastern, Eastern Illinois this week with his graduate transfer quarterback, mm. uh, Zeb Nolan. Yeah, sure. That's it. I, I got nothing. Carolina's bad. I feel bad for the running back, who's actually one of the best backs in the league, but he's surrounded by nothing. going to be a rough year. Yeah, he, he, he's got some Raph Webb vibes. Of, he's pretty good, but there's not yeah. much else going on around uh, around him. He you, might have a Brandon Bolden moment where he goes, you know what, I'm just going to go fishing. I mean, looking back on it, we owe Brandon an apology. That was a good decision. Yeah, I don't blame him now. <laughs> it's fine. It was three of them, right? Yeah. I don't remember who he was with. <laughs> you know what? Nah, good. Yeah, I wish I could go back and write the book on the 2011 team. That's that's the best. Bo- that's the best book you could ever write. Could you have found a picture where JT Daniels was more uninterested in whatever was going on? <laughs> where he looked less like the quarterback who's going to carry you to a title. You look at that guy and you're like, that? We're putting all our hopes on him? Feels like a stretch. He's good. He's but, good. He's good. But He's good. it's felt too much the whole time. There's been nothing about him that goes, oh, he's the next dude. I'd rather have the kid at Clemson. Would you? I think so. Is that why you picked it? 38-31? I think so. I just think Clemson's better. Georgia getting three points. I just took the points. I don't know. It's flip a coin and sure. I have no real preference. I think we have a tendency because they're in the ACC and because Dabo's so syrupy and because we're just tired of them, we have a tendency to say Clemson's down. Clemson has recruited at a really high level for a long time. No, now. they're an SEC team that doesn't play an SEC schedule. Yeah. Clemson and Ohio State. Yeah. Those are the two. Yeah. Because Ohio State can batter you physically. Yes. Clemson's going to line up at the line of scrimmage. I mean, frankly, they've had some of the better defensive lines in the country over the last 10 years. Yeah. That's been one of their sticks. I I know. I mean, there was a lot of attention, understandably, that went towards Trevor Lawrence over the last few years, and I think it distracted people a little bit from just how much talent they were assembling around Trevor Lawrence. You're the only one picking Clemson to cover. Uh, Jeffrey and I have Georgia to win. Zach, really threading a needle here, has Clemson winning but not covering. Florida Atlantic, Florida, 24 and a half, 630. 
SEC Network. Um, I, I took Florida to cover, but this I, I don't know. I mean, I if frankly, they, this might be the one game of the week that I would just probably line through and have nothing to do with if I got to cancel one out. FAU's bad. There's nothing about this game that I like either way. But there's nothing about Florida that I've heard so far that makes me go, oh, yeah, yeah, they're, 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 they're about to go dominate the East. If you put Florida in the SEC West, where would they finish? Third, fourth. Yeah, not top two. I mean, behind Alabama and A&M for sure, and then who knows? I mean, I mean, there's no Kyle Pitts on the field, so if you told me Ole Miss outscored Florida, I'm not shocked. Damn near did it a year ago. Yeah. So, I mean, LSU beat Florida a year ago. Mm-hmm. You right now today going, oh yeah, Florida and Auburn, give me Florida. That's whatever. Mm-hmm. No, you at least think about it. Yeah. Kent State plus twenty nine, Texas A and M, seven p.m. ESPNU. I took the Aggies to cover, but we don't know what the quarterback looks like. I know they're really good on defense. I don't know. Kent State's actually not bad. No, the line's only twenty nine. This is. I think I picked Kent State to cover. Because there's a lot of points, and they're not a bad team. Like, they could legitimately win the MAC. I apologize to South Carolina. It is not the worst game of the week. East Tennessee State and Vanderbilt play at 7 o'clock on ESPN Plus SEC Network. Sure. Yeah. I'm not. Clark Lee will go 1 0. Congratulations. I'm not. He should really enjoy it. He should. Because I'm not sure they beat anybody. Well, they'll beat UConn. Sure. UConn sucks. UConn's really bad. So does Vanderbilt. UConn bad? Did you watch the game last year? Well, I tried. We were really high, and it was in standard definition. You saw enough. I saw Elijah Moore catch a lot of balls. Ole Miss could have scored 100 points. They could have. Yeah, They felt mercy. They stopped. Your game, UCLA, LSU, LSU minus three and a half, 730 on Fox – You've got the Tigers losing 33-31 to the Bruins. Yeah, and I think I'm cheering here, if I'm honest. It's week one. That's fine. I, I want LSU to lose. If I'm just being – I'm going to be transparent here. It would be a blue day for me if LSU lost. I, I'd i give that game a blue grade. I think, L- I think LSU has <laughs> – enough talent, enough athletes that in a vacuum they're just the better team and they win the game. Yeah. The two things, and I picked LSU to win, but the two things that really made me actually change the score, I had UCLA winning in my first time and I went back and changed it, is A, for whatever reason, SEC teams do not go to the West Coast and play very well most of the time. I, yeah. I don't know, but it is, it's a they thing. They don't. Um, we've seen that with a multitude of SEC teams, LSU, Tennessee, Ole Miss. I covered a really good Auburn team back in the day that went out to USC and and kind of got popped. Yeah. Yeah. Seen that. And then I do think this actually matters more. UCLA's played a game. I think week one to week two is such an improvement week. Well, and Chip Kelly didn't just suddenly become a bad coach. I know they weren't good a year ago. You're right. And I'm really playing devil's advocate for a podcast purpose here. But is he a high-rent Rich Rodriguez where he hasn't adapted and what was so cool in 2009 or 2010 is no longer cool because everybody does it or does a better version of it? Well, that's more than fair. Now, I think he's a significantly higher-rent Rich Rodriguez. I'm going to kill this fly in a minute. It's been just circling. I asked somebody yesterday, tells you how my mind works. 
when if you when you're gonna try to kill a fly, mm-hmm. can the fly take off in any direction, or does it always take off in one direction? So, like, should you be coming at oh, impact? I've never thought about in it. a certain direction at a fly. It feels like they can go any any direction, like a helicopter that just can. Yeah, like they just take. I don't know. Like they're really. Or do they always go back or up or something? Because we always usually try to come into them this way, but see, I always try to go straight down on them because that gives me more surface space with this water. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. No one picking Louisville to cover. Everybody picking Ole Miss. Nine and a half, seven p.m. ESPN. Mercedes-Benz Stadium, second game of the weekend there. Um, we've talked about it to death. I just think Ole Miss has too much offense. I think they're just enough better. I, I've got a little bit of concern with Malik Cunningham getting loose and using his feet. Um, but for the most part, I just I just think Ole Miss is the better team here, and this line has not gotten so out of hand to make me question it. I think I would have been comfortable up to about 12 before I started really considering my options here in this game. Yeah. Um, I, I like Ole Miss big. I, I, I think Ole Miss is going to win this game, and I don't think it's going to be particularly close. Look, I think Ole Miss is better on defense. I don't I don't know that they're great better. We'll find out. But I think they're better. I think DJ Durkins had, has more material to work with. He's had more time. Mm-hmm. There's a little more confidence. You can sense it. Last year, the confidence felt forced. And this year it seems more genuine. Sure. Um, and Louisville's it's fine. such a statement game opportunity for Kiffin. Well, that's true. And he doesn't feel like the type of coach that lets those moments get away. He knows that all eyes are on them. He typically seems to be the kind of guy that has fun in those games. Well, that's true. And so I'm just kind of – and you can't read coaches like it's impossible to really know what they think. But I do think there are two or three things that we know because we watch Ole Miss every day that make you – Louisville is very, very concerned by two or three things that they feel like they just can't quite get yeah. over. And every, It feels like Louisville from watching way too much Louisville press conference this week. And, again, reading things for press conferences is stupid. But Very. There does seem to be legitimate concern about a couple of things they simply can't simulate or can't prepare their guys for as this thing goes. I wouldn't want 10 new starters or whatever it is on a defense against that offense yeah. with the tempo and all of the things they can do. As accurate as Corral can be, as diverse as some of the weapons are, I just wouldn't want that. Yeah, it just feels so. We've all got Ole Miss scoring in the 40s. I'm kind of offended you weren't excited about the, the uh, caption there. I haven't read it. You haven't read the Ole Miss caption? No, I haven't read uh, the Ole Miss caption. I was proud of it. Is that the one you're most proud of? It's way up there. I'm gonna say I kind of like the A&M caption. That's that fun. was good. I had fun with it. Well, so good that you found a photo that actually doesn't even fit because you like the photo so yeah, much. that It actually doesn't even go into our system. It didn't but, matter. I was like, but, it doesn't yeah. matter. There's, yeah, because I saw it and I was like, what the hell is he doing? I was like, oh. No, it's artistic okay. licensing. Yeah, it's yeah. Right, your content item. It, <laughs> it, it is what it is. <laughs> well, sometimes you write to entertain yourself. Uh, look at some questions. Let's see. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughn, sports comedy cutie. The girl on SC Shorts or Annie Ager. Who you got? Who's Annie Ager? I don't know. I don't either. I'm assuming the girl on SC Shorts you're referring to is the one that plays the old Miss character a lot. The kind of redhead. Yeah, um, she's cute. 
Um, yeah, I'll have to look up Annie. I, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a guess. Uh, if you and Chase had to guess, what are the first two plays Ole Miss runs on Monday? Something over the top, a home run shot. Immediately? Quick. See, yeah. I think you might have a run then on that second lineup, get them in a coverage bust. Could Go be. backwards on that yeah. where – they hand it to Ely, and you gain four or something, and then right back to the line, and then you're. They'll go tempo early. Yeah, yeah. Test Louisville on They're going. If you told me they ran a trick play, on play one, I'd buy it. A trick play. Yeah. Well, last year they ran the drum and throw really early. Yeah. Okay. But you're also the better team. Yeah, but Just I think go. I think he's still establishing brand. Okay. We're fun. Hey, we're fun. Come play here. Yeah, y'all all turned on the first quarter. We're yeah. we're here. We're recruiting the same guys that A and M and Alabama and every, here's why you should come play for us. Yeah, we're sure. more fun than they are. Yeah, I told you Alabama's offense struggled the first couple of games and Golding held them back. What do you think the line is going into T Town? Nine or ten? It feels like that's as low as it could get. Yeah. Like nine and a half points. Because it's at Alabama, too. Yeah, nine and a half points feels like about as low as you can get. 12 to 14. Yeah, that's my guess. I mean, Alabama minus 12 and a half sounds... That feels ish, yeah. Ish, yeah, yeah sure. I'll uh, I'll play with that. Would you be more surprised if Ole Miss loses to Liberty or Louisville? Liberty. Louisville has more talent than Liberty. Yes. Malik Cunningham's a good quarterback. Louisville is an ACC team, sure. Yeah. The Oxford Exxon Podcast, also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. We're also presented by Service Specialist. We've been talking about Neil's Picks, Service Specialist, the host of Neil's Picks with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you should contact Service Specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, reach out to Service Specialist. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Look, Mississippi's a small state, Service Specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. Prospective employers always are looking for strong candidates, so they should call as well. If you're looking to hire quality talent for your company, Service Specialist has names and resumes ready for your perusal. If you're thinking about looking for a new job or you're looking to relocate to Mississippi but you have confidentiality concerns, call Service Specialist. There's no referral fees for those searching for a job either. You've got nothing to lose, so call Service Specialist at 662-832-5138 or go to servicespecialistsltd.com. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. G&M, they're on South Lamar in Oxford. Tyson Drugs on the square in Holly Springs. Let, they, let them take advantage of all the different options you can get from a local pharmacy, whether you be in Oxford or Holly Springs. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and much more, 662-236-2222. They also offer MedSync, whether it be one trip to the pharmacy or one delivery, they will take care of you. So again, to check out all the different things they have to offer you from the pharmaceutical realm, 662-236-2222.
Uh, yeah, the podcast is also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. It's your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. Load trail, they've got it. Hallmark cargo trailers, got those too. They can even work with uh, third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you. For uh, podcast listeners, Alpha has spare tires and wheels starting at just $100. A full selection of trailer parts and accessories, hitches, winches, straps, and more. They also do all types of truck accessories. Listeners can get 10% off a yearly trailer service and inspection at Alpha's full service shop, where they repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, RV, and more. Alpha of MS.com or 601-932-9798. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. That's the perfect something for everyone at the Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more at the Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. So we had a little technical difficulty there. Um, I don't know. It seems like a YouTube issue. So if you're in our stream, we apologize, and we will uh, hopefully have it ready for hand raise guys tonight. But yeah, it's definitely podcast, a YouTube thing. Yeah, our internet never even glitched, so I'm not really sure what happened there from that standpoint. It wouldn't, it wouldn't even let us restart. So um, our apologies. If you're in podcast form, this has been edited enough where you won't even know a difference, but just giving people a heads up there. Um, we'll almost get four more sacks on Monday night. That feels high. Um Less than yeah, four, fewer than four. I'd go under there. Uh, Jimbo got another big raise. Are they preempting any LSU advances? Well, it would make sense. I mean, sure. protect the guy if you think he's the sure. guy. That's, that's well, I do think he, they think he's the guy. He's done a really good job. Uh, what are the three changes you would make to the office if you were the director? That's obviously for you, not me. Oh, I don't know that I'd change much. Okay. I mean – I probably would have never had some of the Will Ferrell stuff in the middle where Michael mm-hmm. Scott left. Yeah, sure. Michael may have stayed. Okay. But that was out of their control. It was they car- had to ride around it. Careers yeah. and such. Um, I may have had Jim's love interest work out a little bit longer where Pam had to suffer the way that Jim suffered. Oh. Jim suffered. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Okay. Randall forces Chase. You have a race this weekend, right? How you feeling about it? Well prepared. Uh, really good until about ten days ago. Um, I've had some other things going on and not as well. But I mean, I, look, I'm not winning the race. I will finish the race, so I'm not going to get in my head about it. It is, is what this, it is. Which one's is this? Memphis. This is Tupelo. Tupelo. Um, that's right. Yeah, the I, half marathon. 14.2. Um, my only little bit of concern is it's farther than I've ever gone in a race, um, and I'm nowhere near as prepared as I have been at some of the races in the past, but I'm good enough to I'll get through it, and it'll be fine. Yeah. And it'll it'll suck uh, the last little bit, and I will probably be sore for a little while that day, but, I mean, it it, it is what it is. The, S- Saturday morning? Sunday morning. Sunday the morning. bigger issue is just figuring out what time to get moving because it's so early. That Frankly, that's my biggest thing is I've – now, I've trained a lot crazy early in the morning, so I know how to get my body ready, but I don't know if I necessarily do the exact same. I'm, 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 come, I'm trying to figure out exactly how to travel. Are you going to stay up and watch football games? Or are you going to make yourself go to bed? Or Well, I mean, I'll have to go to bed fairly early, but I mean, not crazy. But I, I mean, I probably am getting up at 3.30, yeah. to guess. The morning before the first Chicago Marathon, I stayed up and watched that Ole Miss-Texas A&M game. 
and then couldn't sleep and yeah. I actually got up and started helping y'all with photos. Oh, that's right. Knowing I had to get up four hours later. Yeah, it's a 5 a.m. start. So it's. Are you spending the night over there? I think I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a 5 a.m. start. And that, look, it's going to be, it's so humid in Mississippi if you don't start at 5 a.m. running a marathon at this time of year is dumb. So yeah. it's the only way it's somewhat so okay. So you're looking at what, two and a half hours? Yeah, that was kind of what I have in my head, something like that. Because yeah. um, I, you, you understand this, and I'm not staying on this topic very long. You kind of have like, hey, when I feel really good pace, and then the pace, it's just, hey, let's get through this damn thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm mostly at the ladder for most of this thing. So it, more than most of the races I've run, it's, it's, it's really. Um, critical for me to not start out faster than I'm than I than than, than I can maintain. I'm, I'm I have to be a little more mentally focused on this one than, yeah, than some of the ones I get that it. I have uh I have done. So anyway, yeah. Uh let's see. I know football's here, but curious Chase's thoughts on the Vanderbilt center fielder leaving. I haven't really dug into that. I haven't talked to Chris Lee about it. I don't know the Brian asked him about it on yesterday's show when he had Chris on or not. It's a very volatile time. Um if you told me that some things if players get frustrated by coaches' opinions, some coach things going on in a multiple rounds, I wouldn't be at all shocked. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, though. I, I've seen literally all of that you guys have seen, and I have not looked into it any, any further than that. Because so. Corbin's fairly conservative. He is. And a lot of young people either are the polar opposite of that or they are being told they need to be the mm-hmm. polar opposite of that. Yeah, sure. A lot of kids getting pulled in different directions. Jenny didn't have AIDS and was dying. Did she have any intentions of letting Forrest know he had a son? I mean, she already let about four, three, four years pass by and realized she wasn't going to be around much longer before she decided to let them meet. Uh, no, I, I mean, I haven't gone back and looked to see if the directors have said what the answer is here. Part of me wonders if really he is the father and that she was just setting him up because Forrest potentially had money at that point for a better life. Well, they did have them ha- be intimate once. Okay. So, from a timetable standpoint, it sort of works. They weren't monogamous. Yeah, I'm going to guess that Jenny yeah, was getting just, around. Just saying. I don't know. It feels like he only knew because she was dying, whatever the purposes were beyond that. That's one of those movies that, yes, it's a classic and all that stuff, but there are parts about it that really make me uncomfortable to the point that I don't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe that's the point, too. To make you think and yeah sure yeah kind of like boyhood that's awful god <laughs> shoot me you'll never rewatch hell no yeah. is bill clark a uab lifer i think so do you I think he's just in one of those places i think it's his program now they've built him a stadium where's he going yeah oh, no i don't think he's getting an sec gig he'd be good at replacing cut at duke maybe yeah maybe so still low stress you got him do a little more yeah. of what you got. He's Which probably te- really comfortable in Birmingham. There's no doubt about that. Which teams have the best and worst uniforms in the conference? Missouri's the worst. They do some crazy stuff. They do. I mean, I'm, I got to tell you now, I'm, I'm I'm not big on state's uniforms. No, but I don't think they're Missouri bad. Okay. And my wild card here is if they won't go classic, Kentucky's the worst because you have blue and white to work with and you wear chrome helmets. I have no no complaint with that assessment at all. I'm with that way with Vanderbilt too. They they try way too much. Mm-hmm. The best ones, um, look, LSU has a great LSU's uniform. LSU's white's good. Uh, Georgia has a great uniform. I'm not as high on it, but sure. Auburn's Rhodes. 
Auburn's roads are very, very good. Um, Alabama, I think, has a very classic, especially the road sure. uniform is really good. Um, and I, I love Ole Miss's home. When they're they, red and their powder are both really good really uniforms. Really good uniforms. The powder helmet, to me, is much better than the Navy helmet, as long as you match it correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys feel the fan excitement and team expectations level heading into football seasons closer to 9, 14, or 15? Uh, I don't know that's any of those, but if I had to say it's one of those, I feel like it's 14 because you're on, you're on the rise. Like you it's think it's right. the first year where, hey, you might take that next step. That's about right. Um, In nine, I can remember kind of thinking, man, this feels a little forced. Mm-hmm. And in 15, I knew they were really good. Yeah, I mean, sure. that, that, it, it feels like 14 where you're still going up the bell curve a little bit. The truth is in 15, they underachieved. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it's that. It's hard for people to acknowledge that, but it's true. Yeah. And then uh, says, I'm not sure if you ever watched it, but if so, what are your thoughts on the season program that Ole Miss puts out? I think it's really well done. Other schools make this type of show as well. Ole Miss was the first. I don't know who has come in since then or not. Ole Miss was really revolutionary getting rid of the old coaching shows when they first started doing this. Um, I don't typically watch it. Um, I turned it on last night because I almost felt like there might be something in it that I might need to know for some reason. Yeah, was there? Uh I mean, it was well done, but no, yeah. there was nothing that overly shocked me. Um, they focused on camp, obviously, and, and different there's, things. There's a it couple of things about it that I don't particularly like, and I'll just leave those to myself. Yeah, sure. It's not personal. It's just it's a taste thing. Um, I, I appreciate that people have stopped doing the, hey, let's get the coach in and talk about the big plays of the game and doing something differently yeah. from a 1990s standpoint from, from there, so. All right, uh, another show tonight, Hanray's guys. We will be back 7 o'clock-ish with uh, with that. And then, uh, again, we'll have the preview video up for you sometime tomorrow. And then uh, we'll be with you on the message board and wherever else prior to Monday night. We'll let you know about Monday morning. We don't know yet. And then Ole Miss and Louisville kicking off around 7 o'clock from Atlanta on Monday. So I hope all of you have a wonderful day. And we'll talk to you again very soon. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.